guys, welcome to Basically Minimal. If you're trying to sell all your belongings and live in a white house, this is probably not the podcast for you, but you could stay. However, if you're just trying to live an everyday basic life and clean some of your house, then you're in the right place. I'm Morgan, and I'm just a basic girl who drinks Starbucks daily, loves a clean house, and just trying to live a little bit more minimal. On my podcast, we'll talk about organization, cleaning, living intentionally, and just all the good stuff. New podcasts will be out every Monday. Take me with you and listen while you empty the dishwasher or fold a load of laundry or go on a walk. Have a great week. Hey guys, welcome back to Basically Minimal. This is Morgan. If you're new here, I am a teacher and I am a dance teacher and I also am trying to live a more minimal life. So today we are going to be talking about a book called The Year of Less by Kate Flanders. Right now it's Sunday. I'm just drinking coffee. It's like five o'clock. I literally drink coffee all the time, all day. Nick was like, why are you drinking coffee? And I said, I pulled out my shirt and I was like, because of the shirt. And my shirt says coffee and cleaning. He's like, okay, well, where's the cleaning? But I just got his mom actually is the person who makes my shirts for me. I don't know what that would be called. A vendor? I'm not really sure, but she, I design them and then I give it to her and then she puts them together or whatever. But we have the basically minimal shirts. I'm looking at them as I speak. We have the coffee and cleaning and then we have the organized crop sweatshirt. I do have a teacher shirt. It's called uh, says teaching future legends, which I think is so cute. I had seen a shirt one time that said raising legends or something. And I thought it was so cute. And then I was like, that'd be really cute to put like teaching future legends and not just teaching legends. Cause I feel like they're not legends yet, if that makes sense. So anyways, if you want some merch, you want to support the podcast, the link is down below. It's just thebeachclassroom.com because I'm a teacher and that's like my brand or whatever. So anyways, I got a Kindle for Christmas and I've been wanting to read more. I typically read a lot, but I just have been wanting to read more. And I was going through and I found this book that was called The Year of Less. And I had downloaded all these books and then I do it on the Libby app. So side note, if you have a Kindle or you don't mind reading on your phone, you can do download this app called Libby and then look for your local library. You can just do this all online. So whatever county library you are, and then you can get a library card. If you already have a library card, then you could just put that information in. But if you move somewhere new or whatever and you don't have a library card, then you just go to the website and sign up. And then you go back on the Libby app and you put in your library card and you can get any book you want pretty much. A lot of times for really popular books, there will be hold, but it will say how long, like three weeks out or four weeks out or five weeks out or whatever. And then when it's ready, it will pop up and says your hold is ready. Then you can just download or not download the book, but you can either read it right off the Libby app or if you want to send it to your Kindle, you can. So anyways, I said I wanted to read more books and then of course I download all these books and I don't get to a single one of them except I did read 
Verity by Colleen Hoover, I think it is. And it's a really popular book right now. Didn't really like the ending if you read it. I just, I do not understand the ending. Just If you want to read it, it's definitely an easy, quick read because it keeps you hooked. But then the ending is just not good. People said she wrote a new chapter for it, but I'm like, I don't want to buy the new book and a lot of people were saying it's not online so yeah anyways if you want to read a lot of books and you don't want to buy a lot of books Livia will be perfect for you but anyways so I downloaded The Year of Less by Kate Flanders and then I didn't read it and yesterday I went through because on the Libby app you can look at what you had put holds on or what you already checked out or whatever and I saw that one so I'm like okay I'll start reading it I was reading this book called make your bed every day or something but it wasn't really that interesting it started off with a guy being in the marines I think and just about how he had to make his bed and whatever and I just couldn't get through it really but this book I opened it up and I started reading it I don't know if I just resonate with it because maybe we're similar ages or whatever, but it it's so good so far. I haven't finished it, so I can't really give it a, a huge review, but basically I'm only on chapter one and she's talking about how when she was a kid, she was super organized. Everything in her bedroom was organized. Everything in her closet was organized. She was the type of kid who had her desk organized. All the folders were perfect the one side had her racers. It reminds me of my nephew when I went to their open house. My nephews are in second grade and first grade and I went to their open house or drop off the stuff or whatever it was and my one nephew, he was already organizing his desk. The other were just like, who's in my class? What's my teacher like? And Dom was putting all his stuff in, opening up the packages, like so cute. So Anyways, um, this girl was like my nephew and she was saying how like teachers would give the break of, oh, okay, let's all clean on our desks. And she said she'd sit there because her desk was already clean. And then she said, it says, I've, hold on, I'm, I literally have the book out. It says, I've maintained the standard of tidiness in every space I've called my own. The lockers I've used, cars I've driven, apartments I've lived in, boxes I've packed and stored, and even the wallets and purses I've carried on a day-to-day basis. If you've ever looked inside something I owned, it was organized until it wasn't. Okay, I kind of want to read a little bit of this because I just feel like it's so good and then I'll kind of discuss it. Okay. I started losing things in the spring of 2014. My green tank top was the first item to go missing. It was the only green tank top I owned and it had always lived on the right hand side of the second drawer in my three drawer dresser. One morning I opened the drawer and was surprised not to see it there. I searched through the stacks of other tank tops and t-shirts that filled the space, then dug through the other, the two other drawers. No green tank top. It wasn't in the closet or the dirty laundry hamper or even the washer or dryer. It was simply gone, never to be found, swallowed up by the same monster that always stole my socks. After that, it seemed like I couldn't find anything when I needed it. The extra tube of toothpaste, and then she just talks about different things. And she gets to the point where she can't find her can opener. And it says, while looking for the things I actually needed, all I could see was everything I didn't. Wait, 
oh, didn't need. <laughs> the five black tank tops that were too big now that I was 30 pounds lighter. The endless supply of lotion and shower gel I continually added to without using up what I already had. The summer and winter clothes I really wore in Port Moody, BC, a city with one of the mildest climates in Canada. So much of it had been purchased with the one, with one of two credit cards back when I was racking up my old debt, but I never used it. Some items still wore their original price tags. One thing debt and clutter have in common, I love this part, so one thing debt and clutter have in common is that as soon as you start letting it pile up, it can be harder and harder to see your way around it. I ignored my debt for months, peeling back only the corner of my credit card statement envelopes to see the minimum payment due. That trick only lasted for so long, until the day came when I realized or when I saw the total balance and realized it was within $100 of my limit. The math was simple. I had dug myself into a hole too deep and had no choice but to start clawing my way out of it. My clutter situation wasn't quite as dramatic. When I walked into my apartment, it looked as put together as always. The towels were all folded, clothes hung in their usual order, and every shoe sat in its pair. Even my books were still organized, only now by genre, fiction, memoirs, business, and personal finance, and then by size. I think she's referring to at the beginning she talks about when she was little, her books were organized by color. The problem, again, was that I didn't use most of it, and I was reminded of this fact every time I had walked past it and look at it. I first thought about this after moving five times, so then she, like, talks about her different moves and how she would just, she wouldn't go through this off. She would take it with her. Um, let me see. Mm -mm. I'm just trying to make sure. That I'm not. Okay, it says, however, you can only spend so much time working from home before you eventually notice what else is in your surroundings, your stuff. And even though mine was neatly organized, there was still too much of it and too much that did nothing but collect dust. Okay, so I love this because this is what we talked about last week with the world-class declutterer. It's like your stuff can be organized, but you can still have stuff that you don't need. And I think I'm at that point of my life where my I'm clued in to be able to go through my stuff. Sorry, Nick is watching football downstairs. I don't know if you can hear him, but I hope not. So anyways, I'm at the point where I can, in my mind, be like, okay, I need to check out the cabinets. Okay, I need to check out my bathroom drawer. Okay, I know that it's time to declutter wherever but I think before you get to that point it's like you always organize and then you find yourself organizing again and again and again or maybe you keep it clean but then you keep adding to it so you have to reorganize because you need space to fit like this girl seems like she did always have a place for stuff and she was clean and organized or whatever but just because you're clean and organized doesn't mean that you don't have things that probably aren't necessary. So then she's talking about why or like how she got to the point and where she started, which I want to talk about where she started because I felt like that is how I started. So she was saying that just woke up, she woke up one day and decided she needed to figure out her debt. And then um, another day she woke up and decided she needed to figure out her weight because she um, 
It says, I was within a few pounds of needing to shop in the plus size section. And then it says, one day in 2012, I was unwilling to wake up from another blackout. I think because she, like, drank a lot. So, anyways, she wakes up all these different days and decides enough is enough. And then it says, in one day in July 2014, I was also done. Done with searching through all the things I didn't need to find the one thing I actually did. Of all the objects that could push me over the edge and inspire me to finally declutter, the can opener is what did me in. I wanted to add some black beans to a salad, but I needed the can opener to make it happen. The only problem was I couldn't find it. I searched every drawer and cupboard in the kitchen. I searched the sink and the dishwasher. I even looked in the recycling, thinking maybe I accidentally dropped it in there when I threw out the last can I had found, but it was nowhere to be found, or the last can I had opened, but it was nowhere to be found. So... Then she just talks about how hot it was, and she just wanted to have this salad. And um, it said one day had finally come, and I was ready to get rid of everything inside the utensil drawer and in the rest of my apartment. I didn't need. And much like the days when I decided to start paying down my debt to eat better, to exercise more, and even to finally quit drinking, I jumped in with both feet but without a compass. I simply went for it. That was the day I emptied every closet, cupboard, and drawer in my apartment and dumped the contents onto the floor of each room. This was a few months before Marie Kondo's The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up hit bookshelves in North America, but the method was essentially the same. The neat and tidy home I'd always lived in was no more. I was left standing in a mess I didn't recognize, yet every item in it belonged to me. Staring at it all, I was just overwhelmed with the task I had created for myself. What have I done? When you make a mess of that size, though, you have no choice but to clean it up. It was time to get to work. Okay, so what did her in was the can opener. And I just want you to think about, has there been a time where something has done you in, where you're like, okay, I need to change, I need to do better. And I think a lot of times we look at that in the light of like bad habits. So smoking, drinking toxic relationships, um, addictions. I'm trying to think of other things. A bad job. Stuff like that where it's almost you hit rock bottom, but I think it's hard to think about it in these terms because who really cares about a can opener? Also, I'm drinking my coffee, so I need to take a sip. Okay, it's just so much easier for me to just take a sip and keep talking instead of pausing it. So I think... It is really hard for us to think of a cleaning or a drawer or something to be rock bottom. And it doesn't really have to be that dramatic for you to make a change. You could want to make a change for anything. It, I think so. our society so much only makes changes when they've hit rock bottom, but that doesn't have to be for you. So if your house is decent or whatever, but you do want to decide to change your lifestyle, don't think about what people are going to say. My friends and family kind of joked with me saying, oh, you're going to be a minimalist. Look at your house. Oh, you're going to be a minimalist. You want a Jeep Wrangler. Oh, you're going to be a minimalist. You go to Starbucks all the time. Oh, you want to be a minimalist. You have this, that, and whatever. Like, People are always going to say stuff, even people who are close to you, but you just have to have the confidence to be like, no, this is what I want. So if you are on this journey and you really kind of want to take that next step, it doesn't have to be rock bottom. It doesn't have to be this huge 
I don't know, event. So think about something somewhere in your house or somewhere recently where you're like, oh my gosh, I can't find this. Or, oh my gosh, this area is way too cluttered. For me, my rock bottom, which made me just completely change everything, was the cups. My cup cabinet. If you've been listening for a while, my mom gave me these glitter cups for Christmas. And my dance girls used to come over like all the time when they were little. And my mom thought they were so cute. And she's like, and then you can have a set and whatever. And she had already gotten me, I think, four of them. So it was like, I don't need all these things. And I was trying to put them away. And I thought, you know what? I I cannot do this. So I took out every single cup. And then that led to the utensils. And then I cleaned out my closet. I got rid of so many clothes. And then that led to me getting rid of so many more clothes. And then I cleaned out my office. And then just like everything kind of started unraveling. So sometimes you just need that moment of you're at a breakdown kind of. But it doesn't have to be something that to somebody else it would be a breakdown. So for example... Having too many cups, somebody would be like, well, that's stupid. Nobody cares. That's not a problem, blah, 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 whatever. But to me, it was. It's like I use my cups, but every time I open up this cabinet, I can't reach something or something's falling. And my cabinets are so tall, so I really can only reach like the two lowest ones. So it was just such a pain to have it so cluttered. And like I said, it does not, just because it might not look, like a big problem for somebody else doesn't mean it's not detrimental to you. So anyways, she starts talking about her bedroom and her clothes and how she went through all these different phases of dressing, but she still had all a lot of those different clothes. So um, she used to work in business settings, so she had blazers and sweaters or whatever. And then now I think she like worked from home or something. So then she's like, why am I keeping these? I know I'm never going to work in that line or like in that field or whatever. And I totally felt that I could relate to that because I kept, so I'm a teacher and back over 10 years ago when I was interviewing or whatever, you were supposed to wear dress pants and a blazer and like flats or whatever. I Oh my God, I, I don't think I have them anymore, but I have the stupidest shoes that I would never wear anywhere else. Like I literally, and my mom made me buy three pairs of them because she's like, well, you might want these one day for if you go to an interview for this or if you want this color or whatever. And it's like the heel was maybe an inch tall. Like they were closed toe shoes, something I would never wear. Like they're, they're cute shoes. I don't mean to say they're stupid because I think they're ugly or something, but they're just stupid for me. I would never wear them. They didn't really fit right. I have a wide foot, so closed heel shoes don't fit me that well. And anyways, for a while, I was keeping the pin skirts or not pin skirts. What are they called? Pencil skirts and blazers. And I've worn dress pants to my current school one time, literally one time, because we don't have to wear dress pants. And I remember wearing them and somebody was like, you're in dress pants? <laughs> because they just aren't my style. They're not my vibe. So it's like, why am I keeping them? Like, I don't 
want to ever go on an interview where I need to wear dress pants because that's just not my vibe. I can find something else. And I even remember to my second interview, no, my first interview, I wore a like dress and a blazer because I thought I'm not wearing dress pants. Like that's not what I'm com- most comfortable in. And then the second time, that's when the maxi skirts were popular. So I wore like a cute maxi skirt. I still did wear closed toe shoes because back when I started teaching, you n- didn't wear open toe shoes. Like I feel like education has just changed so much. But anyways, um, the point is, is don't hold on to things for no reason. If you haven't worn something in five years, goodbye. Unless it holds some sort of sentimental value, do not keep it. There's literally no point in keeping it. So the overall here today is that you need to decide, are you like me and you're at the point where you might have an area that gets unorganized, but you know when it's time to declutter and figure it out? Are you at the point where I was the cups or this girl was with the can opener where are you at like what is it going to take to break you are you just overwhelmed with your kids playroom are you overwhelmed with the basement are you overwhelmed with all the stuff in your car your garage like the list goes on and on and the less stuff you have is the easier to clean and right now I'm doing a huge 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 purge in my classroom and I'm getting rid of like everything literally everything because like I said it's just easier when there's less stuff even in a classroom when you think that you should have a ton of stuff I always say start small start with a drawer start with a cabinet start in an area where it won't become overwhelming to you but this girl and I've only read not even the first full chapter, so I'm going to keep reading it and maybe I'll bring it up again in another podcast, but maybe you're at the point where you need to just start taking everything out and create a giant mess for yourself. However, I think that would only work if you didn't have kids because I feel like if you had kids and you just started tearing apart your house, they'd start digging through it. And You know how kids are. Like, junk is treasure to them, so... I don't know if it necessarily worked, but if your kids were like going to stay with a relative or something like that, maybe that would be a good time to do it. I don't know. Otherwise, I don't think that that would maybe be a good idea. However, if you are single or you are just with a partner, I think that making a giant mess wouldn't be as bad. Also, this might not be good advice, but if you need to take off a day of work because your mental health is suffering from having all this clutter like maybe that would be a good idea I don't we have personal days teachers have different than other professions I feel like but I know a lot of professions have vacation days and you get a bunch of them I think they just like stack up I don't know again I don't know every profession but if that's you maybe take a vacation day and like make a day out of it and you know like you have to get started and keep going because you'll have to go back to work the next day so there's so many different options there's so many different ways to do this that's why I like this podcast because there's no right way even sometimes I change my ways on certain things so I'm just glad you guys are here for the journey and the ride and I will talk to you next week I'm not gonna do a am I the asshole I was trying to think of what it was called 
just because I'm trying to get some other work done, and I think this podcast has already been longer than I expected it to be. I'm not really sure what we're at right now. It could be 10 minutes. Sometimes I say that, and then it could be 20 minutes. I have no idea. So anyways, I will talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening, and check out the Basically Minimal merchandise, and there's no better way to get in the mindset of being organized and clean by... Wait, what am I trying to say? There's oh, there's no better way than to wear the shirt or the sweatshirt or whatever that literally says organized because it's just easy to manifest. All right, I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.